You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. So, Chuck, sorry, I need to ask you this because it's been something we've been leaving for a while now. Can you explain what SD-WAN is? Because I believe you're working on a product. You, 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 you're actually working as part of a team working on a, a software-defined WAN-type solution. So could you just give us, like, what it is and kind of, you know, how you involved? Because you're a programmer, and now you're programming WANs through this product, if I understand right. Right. Yeah. So uh, there's probably two um, approaches uh, or uh, different ways to answer this question. And let me uh, try to take them one at a time. The first uh, question, if you were to say, what is SD-WAN? Basically, as an engineering technical person, my skeptical, my skeptical perspective uh, regarding what SD-WAN is, every <laughs> single WAN product that has ever been created by mankind has recently in the last two years gone through and put <laughs> SD-DASH in front of the product. So Very good. Uh, I, I don't believe that there's anything that's just a WAN product anymore. Everything now calls itself SD-WAN. And this isn't new and I'm not uh, overly dissing marketing people from that environment. <laughs> I worked on a product uh, at a large vendor that does compute and storage and networking. And, and we came up with a good idea in our little corner of the networking world. And the next thing that we knew, every single product th- within the company had uh, our name of what it was in front of it, even though they, it, the product itself had nothing to do with that particular thing. So uh, renaming things, uh, you know, Cisco does it. I'm sure that Juniper and Alcatel-Lucent and everybody else uh, does it as well. So it's not just a particular domain or a particular vendor that does this. So everything that's out there now is called SD-WAN. And that's that's my cynical marketing answer to the question. Now, the real technical uh, background of this is kind of as follows. We used to live in a world where uh, people didn't work from their homes. You didn't have a bunch of branch offices all over the place, at least not uh, in the norm. And companies tended to have their own data center functionality. The big companies did anyway, and they hosted that themselves. And if you did work remotely, then you connected to the big a central office using a VPN and you got to the data in that way. And the world has changed out from underneath us in a number of ways. Number one, the workforce is now dispersed, whether it's people like me who are working at home as so that I can have my uh, Lord of the Rings and my Calvin and Hobbes and uh, (laughs) other stuff. And, And this thing right here is a picture of me being a jerk on a soccer field that somebody gave me. Um, it's a little kid thing. It's not really me anyway. Uh, so I can work at home. Um, that 
aspect of it has changed. Another aspect of the way that we work has changed is that a lot of stuff that used to be at the central office is now in the cloud. So like even the software uh, that I write is stored somewhere in the cloud, even though it's for a particular uh, company that does, as you say, this SD-WAN stuff, the software that I write gets pushed. Uh, we use Git like many people do, um, and it gets pushed out to the cloud. So a lot of stuff is getting sent to the cloud. So uh, the fact that people are dispersed, the fact that uh, stuff is getting stored, not only at the central office, maybe some still is, but also in the cloud makes it makes us think that, hey, it would be more efficient if there's a better way to do this WAN type connectivity. Whereas before I would have to have a leased line or I would have to VPN to the central office and then to the cloud if I needed to do that. Or there would be leased lines between all of my company's major offices throughout the world. A lot of people are thinking, why am I paying through the nose for a private MPLS line when I could use the internet to do the same thing. So all these things are kind of converging and that is making the LAN world become more uh, dynamic and there's need, a need for fluidity and for um, dynamic changing and capabilities that didn't exist before. Hence the idea of, hey, everything should be more dynamic, it should be more automated, it should use other technologies like the internet. Um, therefore, we're going to call it all software-defined WAN type stuff. And so now companies are creating products that actually help your organization to send some traffic over your private MPLS line because maybe that's your, you have needs for highly secure or faster or whatever and other traffic like just going to the internet to investigate you know do some research or whatever uh, that stuff can go over the internet at a slower speed with less need for super high security or whatever the case might be so uh, these WAN appliances one of the things that they're doing is they're uh, helping the organization to provide uh, WAN connectivity that that sends traffic either over the private MPLS link or the internet or multiple internet links or wherever it might be in a dynamic manner. So the idea of routing traffic intelligently and maybe dynamically on the fly is part of the SD-WAN um, solution portfolio. Something that other vendors are doing that I've seen is the idea of basically, um, remember uh, we talked a little bit about NFV earlier. Yep. It's the idea of running these uh, virtualized functions at your branch office, uh, running them in a virtualized manner. So instead of me having to ship uh, at a load balancing or a firewall appliance to a branch office, what I can do instead is take this SD-WAN device or appliance and run virtualized software on it that does firewalling, load balancing, etc. And so you see the kind of convergence of NFV technology and software-defined networking 
technology getting put together into these SD-WAN appliances. So that's kind of a high-level overview of what SD-WAN kind of brings to the table today. There's a number of things that write about, you know, what this vendor does or what that vendor does, but that's in general a high-level view of both the need. You know, we have uh, dispersed uh, workforce with different needs, whether that's from a branch office or from home. And then it's also um, the idea of at your branch offices, not wanting to have to have a special networking guy that receives a hardware appliance and installs it and has to maintain it, but rather having your software, your virtualized network function running on that SD-WAN appliance. And because it's software-based, the idea is, is that you could write a high-level application, is that right, that changes policies or changes stuff on the fly or dynamically on thousands of these devices scattered around. Is that, is that also true? Yeah, so, uh, so that probably requires a little bit of discussion about the SD part of SD-WAN. Yeah. So if folks are familiar with uh, OpenFlow, you know that's a radical disruptive way uh, to do networking that completely changes how things work. You don't have uh, configurations per se anymore because you're dynamically just programming the flow tables which program the hardware, etc. So you don't have this configuration step that's going on. Um, SD-WAN can be implemented in a number of different ways. It certainly could be implemented using an open flow or a new revolutionary technology such as that. On the other hand, it also can be implemented, given what I've said as the description of S what SD-WAN is, it can be implemented just using uh, distributed configuration files that get updated more regularly than normal. Or it could be updated using NetConf or whatever. I think that many SD-WAN solutions today are using traditional um, network device configuration file type stuff in order to achieve their SD-WAN ends. And thinking about what I said SD-WAN was, uh, number one, is it still capable of running load balancer, firewall, etc. these network functions on that appliance? Yes, it is. Is it capable of being having the configuration dynamically changed to make use of uh, VPNs and the internet and uh, private MPLS lines, etc. Yes, it can. So uh, that's kind of my, if we circle all the way back to my first discussion of what SD-WAN is, and I made the a little bit snarky comment that basically it's the <laughs> WAN that we've always had that somebody put the letters SD and the special character hyphen in front of it. Um, obviously, it's a little bit more than that, but a lot of solutions, it's not a ton more than that, right? It's, uh, it's gonna be incrementally more software defined as we go, but right now it's taking the first steps. And those first steps may be downloading an entire configuration file uh, to the device and having it uh, spin up and implement that. So Chuck, I really want to thank you again for 
providing your insight and input and being snarky because that always makes it fun. Um, <laughs> it's one of my core competencies, being snarky. Just ask my wife, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately, we've run out of time. Um, for everyone, please send me messages on Twitter, things that you want me to ask Chuck or put it below this video. So just add it to the comment section. Chuck, again, thanks very much for sharing and we'll speak to you again hopefully next week. Thank you, David. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.